0: He said it because of his wet blanket energy <laughs> unhinged that's actually unhinged. hello welcome to she's no i don't like that hello i never change it up either
1: i know should we should we change the words maybe okay know. sure sometimes i don't know
0: okay got it hey there welcome to she's all batch i am stephanie
1: and i am jackie
0: and we don't care if you're here for the right reasons we're just happy you're here So, join us as we talk shit (laughs) about our favorite show. Okay, so, the story that everyone's talking about this week is who's going to paradise. We're getting dangerously close to when these guys get to get shipped off to Mexico. Yes. And something that is a little bit unsettling is that people are saying that Greg is going now and that he's done with... Clemence, what are your thoughts on this
1: i don't know because so at first i'm like oh well this i think we always thought greg was gonna go to paradise and the fact that this is happening at this time is kind of par for the course like i think you had said it's pretty convenient timing however i did some extra creeping and greg liked her post six days ago so even though they're not following each other six days ago he was like engaging in her content so then i'm like are they just pulling like a brendan and piper-esque strategically okay where like they're not gonna follow each other they're gonna say they're broken up greg's gonna go to to paradise become a star and then they'll rekindle when he gets back but i also did another deep dive Clements has never liked one of greg's photos
0: ever I told, I mean, it's always been one sided. Like, I always feel like he's loved her more.
1: And, like, obviously, I couldn't scroll back literally through Greg's entire feed. Like, I had things to do today, but I scrolled back through (laughs) all of 2022. So I went back to like December 30th, 2021. Never, never once has she liked a post of his. What does it mean?
0: Yeah. Miley, sing it, girl.
1: <laughs> what
0: does it, it mean? Mean? <laughs> okay. I really shouldn't do that because my voice is still on the oh, mend. Oh, you're still but...
1: recovering from your wild yeah. weekend.
0: Yeah. That's how you know you're <laughs> old when it takes, like, five months to get your voice back. Um, okay. So when I first heard this news that Greg was going to Paradise and that he was a single man, I heard that he and Clémence no longer follow each other, which is true. Mm-hmm. I also heard that they blocked each other. And... After further creeping, that is not true. Because if they blocked each other, you wouldn't be able to see that he liked her photos. So, before I looked into this, and I heard that he had blocked her, I'm like, holy shit, this is so strategic. He's, this is what I, I'm like thinking that they're blocked. I'm like, he's trying to erase any history he had with her. So that when he goes to paradise, it'll be realistic that he falls in love with someone, he could date someone. And then the show ends, and then he can go back to her Mm -hmm. if he wants to. But Now that I'm like he did like something six days ago, so they're not blocked I don't know who spread that rumor and where they got that information from they didn't block each other But they're not following each other. I think he's going in to say yeah I dated people after Katie season, but I'm single now looking for love and that's the story he's gonna play and he one of two things is gonna Happen he's gonna go to paradise He's gonna date someone and they're gonna date yeah. and he's gonna use it for fame mm-hmm. or he's going to be the person that keeps getting roses because he's Greg and everyone wants to see him on the beach. And ultimately, he's going to leave at the end and say, there's someone back home I want to be with. And then he may go pursue her.
1: And he has a good angle for that because we... Obviously, no one knows for sure, but we're like pretty sure Andrew is going to paradise, and I think Greg and Andrew. Could- I mean,
0: no, one hundred percent. Like, I'm not even gonna say we're pretty sure. We know. Okay, he's going. Andrew, like well, that Andrew-
1: man literally is like in Teddy's just- fucking DMs, being like Teddy girl. Like they're basically already dating. But um I think Greg has a good strategy going into it, even if he doesn't want to be. In a serious relationship on the beach because him and Andrew are such good friends and make such a good dynamic duo, they will keep Greg around in order for like the friendship content. In the same way that like Aaron and James had their little duo, yes.
0: a thousand percent. They are both going to the beach and they do not need to worry about rose ceremonies, like no. how everyone stresses about. Oh, they like, will I'm find gonna a, a rose tonight. out of thin
1: air for to keep Greg Grippo on the beach at least for a little bit. Question though of something we're not considering. Could they just have actually broken up? Considering no. it's a long-distance relationship <laughs> and Clémence has never liked one of Greg's photos ever, so it's clearly pretty one-sided.
0: Yeah, but then she got a freaking tattoo while, like, yeah, in bed with him. Yeah, but
1: Paris. She lives there. I don't know if that was as Greggy as we initially thought.
0: I mean, I thought it was pretty Greggy. <laughs>
1: pretty Greggy. I mean, it was Paris with a heart. Greg
0: didn't even While fucking she's go in to in Paris. Bed with he, him. he
1: went to London.
0: He, right, he's Greg always gonna be known as, as the boy that didn't go to Paris. Paris. Town. <laughs> <laughs> no, Greg touched down in London Town. I know he did not He's always down gonna be par- known as the boy Yeah, that didn't go to Paris. Yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. get our puns straight.
1: Well, cause you kept saying the whole time, guys, he went to Paris. And I know what you meant is in just like boy who never went to Paris goes finally to find his love. But I'm like, people in the comments are gonna be like idiots! That's not Paris, that's London! We know. We get
0: hated on for a lot of things, but geography has never been one, so... Not yet. People gave me a pass. No one really cared about his, his exact whereabouts, but... But yeah, I know. I think that this timing is too convenient. Yeah, I, I think he has a manager or an agent that said, "Greggy, you gotta <laughs> Greggy, go to the beach, go, little boy. and you gotta say goodbye to your little French lover. Um, she doesn't even like your Instagram pro- pictures." And right. Greg's like, "You know what? I'm gonna go. And if this is true love, Claymonts will be here when I get back. I mean, they're long distance anyway. She probably won't even know."
1: <laughs> That's true. They they won't even like notice any difference in their relationship whatsoever.
0: Right. Okay. And I could see... Like, I mean, Greg, to me, comes off like the type of guy that, like, every girl's going to want to go on a date with him. He's going to be, like, a hot commodity, but he's not going to be able to, like, open up with a lot of people. Like, remember Mm -hmm. Jared? Jared was a hot commodity, but, like, Jared couldn't connect with anyone.
1: Yeah. I see that for Greg.
0: I could see that for Greg. And it's going to be because he has a little French model in the back of his head. Right. You know.
1: Do you think he will, at any point mention her in the show be like oh I was seeing someone back home they live in oh Paris. my god if it- and when, guys, then when we he's need to have- in his like car ride home once he inevitably gets eliminated he'll be like I'm gonna go get her from back home or no from I'm going to Paris I- people <laughs>
0: books yeah. a flight from Mexico to Paris I mean one can only hope that's the yeah. finale I want to see
1: or they bring Clémence on
0: I mean, <laughs> if they can bring Christian on for demi, they can m- bring Claymont. Oh my god. I wish I knew like any of the producers. I'd be like, guys, have him actually start dating someone and like someone yeah. and then bring in Clements.
1: That would Why be Why do we think,
0: have to think of everything? I know. It's ridiculous. How are we
1: not producing this show? I literally don't understand.
0: I would it would be a dream. I mean, I guess I already answered your question, but I, I
1: agree. Timing's yeah. too convenient. I think something's a brewing. We'll find out.
0: Yeah. Okay. uh, Moving on. So last week we talked about Blake and Natasha's feud where Blake said that podcast hosts shouldn't be allowed to go to paradise because they get favorable edits and that's not really fair. So our boy Nick Vial obviously had something to say about it. So we're going to put here what he said.
2: Again, do I think uh, bachelor people who work for that podcast are the beneficiaries of some favoritism? I'm sure they are. But make one thing clear that Everyone who goes on that show, as far as the show is concerned, is expendable and replaceable. He got exposed as being a fuckboy. I have no doubt that Lake feels like he, when he watched his season, he saw things that he said, thought to himself, I didn't say it like that. That's out of context. I didn't say that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not fair. And I feel like it, he felt misrepresented. I have, I, I'm sure that happened he is focused on that aspect and he refuses to take any accountability for his overall persona that he now has.
0: When Nick talks, I get anxiety. Like I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't imagine like, having to... So you don't don't, listen to his podcast then, I'm assuming. I don't anymore. (laughs) I used to. I actually, like, subscribe to Patreon, and I I really did like his stuff. I like him. I'm a huge, huge Nick fan, but listening to him talk, like, I I feel like he's so, he's such a mansplainer. Mm -hmm. Everything he says is right, and he will not take it any other way, and if you disagree, you're wrong, and that sucks for you. That's just my take. But anyway, what are what is your initial from... Well, I just take away fundamentally
1: from? disagree with his take because just to give a little bit more context, I actually listened to the whole segment of this episode. And so basically what he's saying when he's saying anyone's like replaceable is that he's insinuating that if a podcast host was involved in a storyline that made them look bad or was messy, they would not not air that to protect the host they would air it and just assume that they're going to then replace the podcast host on the back end because they replace podcast hosts all the time and it doesn't really matter they wouldn't give up the storyline and I just fundamentally don't agree with that I think they would I think these people are very well protected and we've seen it time and time again play out and this is a side note we always talk about these podcast hosts and these podcasts are these really like Coveted positions that people want.
0: I know firsthand there's someone going to paradise this year that told me directly that, oh, her that goal, they want to get a
1: podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I know, know who, who it is. About.
0: And she said she hopes she gets grandfathered in. I won't say who you are, girl. If you're listening, don't worry. I got you. But I do think that people. These are I don't know why, oh, but that's, I mean, that's cool. what I'm trying to
1: f- figure out. Because why? Because we've also heard from other people say they really don't make a lot of money. Like people make more money at their actual jobs, which I understand. I guess if you're considering an hourly rate, it's maybe high, but that's not a full time job. So why do people want to do this so badly?
0: I think it comes with the perks. The perks of ABC having your back. The perks of ABC making sure that you, like I don't think like with Nick saying like they would let the drama. Error, regardless and replace the host i think they would go out of their way to guide the host through that drama because
1: i think we kind of talked about this last week too like everyone in the world has good moments and bad moments and someone's there making a choice of whose good moments are getting aired and whose bad moments are getting aired and that's like people who have podcasts get their good moments aired more frequently i believe that i don't believe that becca kufrin has never said a mean thing in her life that's not true
0: they had her end up with the villain from Katie's season and still had her end up being, like, a golden girl.
1: Well, yeah, because they reversed Thomas's edit because they they gave Thomas this villain edit that he never fucking deserved and just, like, made things yeah. up. And then as soon as he was deciding he was going to be with Becca, they are like, oopsies, our bad. Thomas is fine, guys. We just made that up. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I hear what you're saying, though, about the podcast bringing certain privileges and opportunities, though. But at the same time, those privileges and opportunities only last so long that you keep going on this show and it's like how many people go on past two seasons like this is a few years of your. i just like i don't see it being this like massive platform to then do a spin-off and launch like your own podcast like serena pitt is not launching her own podcast guys tia booth is not doing that you know what i mean and they were podcast hosts so it's like what did that they have gotten good edits yes but now that chapter of their life is over You know, well, Serena's in a a relationship with Joe. We'll see what happens with that. Tia has found a relationship outside of the franchise. What did the podcast, other than just giving her a good edit the few times she went on the beach do for her or is that it is it really just ensuring the edit
0: i mean i i think both and i think also a lot of these people like to parlay their career into like entertainment hosting jobs and that if they could say oh i'm a podcast host for abc they may then be able yeah. to go to i mean we can jump ahead but like taisha announced that she's going to be hosting the mtv movie and tv awards yeah Like, that's fucking huge. That's true. Who knows? But maybe saying like, oh, I previously hosted two ABC run podcasts on top of obviously hosting the show and then being being a bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. I think they see these people as trailblazers and they're like, well, holy shit. Like, look what Caitlin's done. Look what Nick's done. Look what Taysha's done. I want to do that. Whereas I don't necessarily think the same is going to happen to Tia and Joe, but that's just me.
1: Yes, I agree with you. Okay, that's a fair point.
0: So, so, okay, this Tayshia announcement, it's MTV Movie and TV Awards Unscripted. I've never seen that title written like that. And does that mean it's unscripted? Like, the awards are going to go to, like, Teen Mom? You know what I mean? Like an unscripted show? it's, It's
1: only unscripted. Television.
0: Oh, like, why do they even need to say that? Isn't, like, literally everything unscripted these days? Like, Bachelor's unscripted.
1: Yeah, but there's obviously also scripted shows that will be getting awards. But it's weird to me that they're broken out. Have they always broken out these MTV awards in this way? And is only hosting the unscripted one? Like, why are all the (laughs) TV and movie awards not happening together? That's what I don't get.
0: Or do they mean, you know what I took it as at first? Like, unfiltered. Like... (laughs) here's the award show after dark like dirtier than ever unscripted because she goes unscripted and undeniably juicy she wrote guys i'm hosting this year's mtv movie and tv awards unscripted airing sunday june 5th i can't wait you don't want to miss it and you know what zach liked it so we love a supportive expo we
1: do love a supportive ex but I need to do some. Did her, what? did her
0: potential new beau Dale like it? Oh yeah,
1: Ugh. check that. Um, I'm, I guess I'll just have to do some research. Since when do they break <laughs> off the movie and TV awards from scripted and unscripted? That to me is just like weird. I've never seen that before. It's in my because life. it
0: means it means unfiltered after dark.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you, but MTV sure. Movie and TV Awards 2022.
0: Dale didn't like it, Rude.
1: Yeah, I'm very confused, because, okay, I just Googled MTV Movie and TV Awards. Now I'm on the website, and it's the same, like, logo and font of Aunt Tasha's post saying that she's hosting it, but now I'm seeing... Oh, and now there's, like, scripted categories. I'm seeing Best Movie, Best Show, with things like Euphoria, Inventing Anna, so, like, scripted shows...
0: Wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> scripted shows are going to be given awards in the unscripted? Mm-hmm. Then just fucking call it, no, it awards. No, w- no, they're
1: like, this show... The MTV Movie and TV Awards are broken up into two categories, scripted and unscripted. But why is the host only hosting, like, one half and then they have a different host for the scripted? But yet it's happening on the same night in the same show is what I'm seeing. That's fucking
0: yeah. weird because they can't fucking just let Taisha host the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You know what well, they're going to say? It's going to be like, well, Tasha like she's queen of reality TV and she should be hosting the unscripted one and then they bring in, like, Mila Kunis.
1: Yeah, I don't know who's hosting the scripted one, but it's just weird to me that they have... Like, I get the two separate categories. They're two separate things. But to have two different hosts of these two categories is so weird to me, especially when it's the same show airing on the same night. If anyone knows more about this and I'm not getting it, please let me know because it makes no sense.
0: It also makes... Tasha's announcement a little less yeah. big of a deal.
1: Yeah,
0: I, it's so cool, and I'm so excited for her, and I will for sure be tuning in to see it. But at first, it seems like she's hosting the whole a thing. full award show, and to know she's only hosting like a segment of it. So I'm looking at um, just go to MTV's Instagram. So MTV shared Tasha unscripted. Okay, then who's? Yeah, it doesn't.
1: I don't know who's doing the scripted.
0: Well, it, you know, MTV, if you're looking for someone to host the scripted, like, I could, We do could it. do
1: it. That would be fun. Oh, yeah.
0: Jack, Jackie can come with me,
1: too. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, oh, Vanessa Hudgens is hosting. See, okay, but this doesn't make sense. It says, she's back. Vanessa Hudgens will host the 2022 MTV Movie and TV Awards. It does not say specifically scripted.
0: So, so Vanessa Hudgens is, is the host. Okay, and Vanessa T- Hudgens is hosting the real thing. Tasha's hosting just the segment for Unscripted TV. Why? I don't know. But I think it's going to be... It's it's because Tasha has an appeal in the Bachelor world and reality TV world, and she's going to pull people like us.
1: For sure.
0: Would you watch the MTV Awards at this point in your life No,
1: Probably not. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. Um... Yeah, just good detective work for us for really getting to the bottom yeah, of that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like, all in real there you time. you have it, guys. You guys are seeing us dig into this live on the pod. But, um, interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, in conclusion, that's why I think people want to be podcast hosts. Because it's a very, very, very coveted job. And I think it leads to being a host of a small segment of a larger award <laughs> show. And that's right. desirable, apparently.
1: It is. I mean you gotta start somewhere. Um yep. I know Tasha's on to bigger and better things. It's just interesting to me that some people can spin it into that, like Tasha, and some people can't. But that's a whole that's a whole other podcast segment for another day.
0: Moving on, um our girls, Gabby and Rachel, they are back home from filming. Hopefully they are both engaged. I don't know. I refuse to look at spoilers if mm-hmm. there are any. But their promo came out, and what are your thoughts? So their their tagline is pedal to the metal, and then also there's kind of, like, a Mean Girls twist. Yeah. Like, she's a get-in loser going shopping for a husband. And I'm like, ooh. Like, good one. Um, like, what does the rest of it have to do with Mean Girls, though? It kind of was just thrown in there, and we're just supposed to... I feel
1: like there's a a theme in the world that people think if you just throw out a mean girls quote, you're just going to get the Mm -hmm. millennials excited at all
0: times. That's like what happened. No one questioned that. It was very (laughs) random. random
1: It makes no sense. But I think we've proven that's how you get the millennial audience to be like, mean girls. Oh, my God. She doesn't even go here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So my initial reaction to this, though, as much as I also was like, I did like seeing them in the car. I do think it's like kind of cute, but the the get in loser. We're going shopping for a husband is a little cringy. Um, I'm very question. I'm very much questioning. They're really branding them as best friends. And while like I acknowledge that they went through an incredibly unique experience together and like that definitely has bonded them in a special way. And I believe they are friends. They didn't know each other before they went on to Clayton season. I'm like, don't you need to, in order to get the title of best friends, don't you need to, like, spend more time as friends?
0: I mean, you're talking about a franchise that people get engaged after spending like 72 hours together. So no, I don't think so. And I think it does bond you. It's like trauma bonding. I don't think it's that weird. I actually, no, I don't think it's weird at all for the franchise. I, I hear what you're saying as a normal yeah, person. Yeah, like they're not like
1: lifelong best friends going on this together. Like they just became really close friends because of the whole Clayton thing. Yeah. But I think to say, I don't know, I guess to say you're... Someone's best friend takes time.
0: Yeah, but the, again, we we really don't. The Bachelor doesn't need to be held to that high of standards. There, you know. So no,
1: I know. Whereas, like Andrew and Greg, I think they are best friends, but I think they're best friends now after we've been watching them for like a year. Or okay, so. to
0: answer your question, do they know everything about each other? And probably not, but they are close enough for ABC to say they're best friends. I think this was ABC's way of saying, hey, we're not going to pit them against each other, so you should root for them together.
1: Yeah, which I appreciate. That's nice.
0: Yeah, I think that's what most people want to see. Yeah. I thought it was really funny, though, so they both shared it on their Instagram, and then Gabby shared it with the caption, I am in fact in love with three women, and Rachel responded, I love you the most. So, like, the fact that they're both trolling Clayton right now just warms my heart for old times' sakes guys do it again like that was just nice to see
1: it is very nice to see and it makes me feel as though they are happy and in a good place mm-hmm. and hopefully both engaged so it's just very clear to me that they have moved on from the whole oh, yeah. Clayton thing which obviously I would expect them to but this is just a nice confirmation that they they can laugh about it now they can make jokes
0: yeah, if they were not over it, they would not—this wouldn't be funny. Right. I'm sure when they first left Clayton, they cried over the fact that he loves Susie the most, and now it's a joke.
1: Yeah, so that's good. I'm really excited for this season. I think we're finally getting something new and different, fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't want to speak too soon, but I'm excited.
0: Did we talk about the tagline the tagline of the promo is pedal yeah. to the metal because they were both getting in a car, you know, getting yeah. in the car. We're going shopping for husbands, you know?
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. But like
0: pedal to the metal, but pedal was spelled like rose petal. I, I mean, get, yeah,
1: like I get
0: it. Do I need to fire a marketing intern or what? Like, I just feel like but they could have your
1: idea. I don't
0: know. Give me a second. I could probably think of one in 15 seconds.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Hold on. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I don't know. I, I didn't say I'd have an idea in fifteen seconds. I don't know. Maybe if they want to play up on the best friends thing a little more.
0: Yeah, I guess like pedal to the metal. Outside of the fact that pedal is spelled like rose petal as opposed right, the to car, there's literally is no. Yeah, there's no connection to the car part. That's the part where I have an issue. Even something then this is not clever, but like two is better than one, double the Ooh, drama, really? double the fun. Something about the fact that there's two. Double trouble, like, double, double toil and trouble. Right, like yeah, it, no, it takes get, two. I
1: Ooh, I like it takes two. I feel like that's copyrighted somewhere. I'm trying to know. think of like
0: Olsen twins movie titles at this point. <laughs> Cause you said double, yeah. double toil and trouble.
1: Ooh, you are going to have such a field day with the memes. Regarding the Olsen twins?
0: To grandmother's house we go, like...
1: Grandmother's house?
0: Yeah, it's American like Ashley canceling... Olsen. Oh my god. Oh. Jackie, I can like, You
1: mean like Hansel and Gretel? I don't know. Guys! I Okay, I know the Olsen twins and I've seen a lot of their movies. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know literally every single film they've ever made. There's like 6,000 of them.
0: <laughs> Hold on. I
1: know uh, New York Minute, Billboard Dad... What was that TV show they had? Oh, uh, So Little Time. So Little Time, yeah.
0: Oh, The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley. So they could have done, like, The Adventures of Rachel and Gabby with, like, trench coats. They could have really kind of leaned into this, like, <laughs> I two... guess if they're really
1: trying to get the millennial audience with these Mean Girls <laughs> quotes. Like, throw in some Mary-Kate and Ashley references, too, and you'll right. really have the millennials. And it doesn't even fingertips. have to
0: actually even make sense because, like, get in, loser, we're going shopping for a husband... And then talking about cars and, and pedals, but like rose yeah, pedals. Yeah, it would make
1: sense if one of them was a race car driver. Missed opportunity for like Ari season <laughs>
0: pedals. Are to the they pedal. supposed to? Okay, in the beginning of the clip, they're dragging um, rolly lug- luggage. Mm hmm. I took it to look like they were flight attendants. Rachel is a pilot. And oh. I'm like, what? But like, Gabby's not oh, a flight yeah. attendant. Why are
1: we forgetting that Rachel is a pilot? Like, why? where's that? We had Pilot Pete. Why don't we have Pilot Rachel?
0: But because if... What's Gabby? What's her profession? They can't just, like...
1: <laughs> I don't know what her job is. Flight attendant on Rachel's plane.
0: I guess maybe we should have described what actually happened in this clip before, like, ripping it apart.
1: I'm just assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you you saw it.
0: Yeah, do yourselves a favor. Just pause it real quick. When they're dragging their luggage, I feel like they're going through, like...
1: TSA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I feel like they're gonna get like patted down. Like
0: they look like they're in an airport,
1: and then yeah, I, I could see how you would think that.
0: Pair that with the fact that Rachel is a pilot. It wasn't that crazy to think that.
1: Yeah, I think the people that come up with these ideas <laughs> don't think through it as much as we are picking it apart, and they're like. You know what's cute? A car. You know what's cute? Rolly suitcases. You know what's cute? (laughs) A Mean Girls quote. And they just throw it together and they're just like, here. I don't think it goes that deep.
0: They're like, you know what? Petal is in a car, but Petal is also on a rose. I bet they sat there and they're like, what is like a Venn diagram? What does a rose have in common with a car? And that's when they came up with it. Yeah. Because, like, you you know how, like, during the season, whoever gets a lot of screen time, they'll randomly, like, make promos for? This is a really bad example. But if it was, like, Gabby, and, like, people really liked Gabby, they're like, mm-hmm. next week is gonna be Gabtastic, And, like, they take someone's yeah, name, yeah, yeah. and then they put it together with something else. Like, I'm just, I expected more from them, given that, for the first time, there's going to be two Bachelorettes for an entire season. Because I looked back, and caitlin and Britt's tagline first of all yeah. they didn't even have a commercial together because Britt was never really the bachelorette it was really just to make hype for caitlin pretty much right so they didn't even have a commercial together but then in the like uh, image promo the tagline mm-hmm. is there could only be one the bachelorette
1: that's so horrible yeah so Well, i'm glad that they've learned their lesson and they're not doing that again but it's just like fucking
0: rude yeah but I'm so excited. So it's July 11th, I think they said.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah.
0: How many days until July 11th?
1: Can Google just tell you that? Mm-hmm. What does it say?
0: 48 days, but who's counting? I am.
1: Okay, 48 days.
0: <laughs> All right, see so we'll there. see you in 48 days. So that means we have 48 days to come up with a theme song. Oh, right. Mm. Right, 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 right.
1: Okay, we'll work on that.
0: Because we have 48 days and we've had so long to think about this, we cannot just be like, it's Gabby's it's Corny. Gab-Rage. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah Gab- no. It's gabtastic. Rage. Yeah, no. We have to come up with something better, especially after we just trash talked their marketing department for the past 15 minutes. We need to come up with something good.
1: Yeah, but that's not a reflection of them. Like they didn't they didn't choose pedal to the metal. I can guarantee you that. They didn't say, hey Rachel and Gabby, we're having trouble coming no, up with your No, I didn't say them. No, I said I said
0: the marketing department. <laughs> Rachel and Gabby. We're having trouble coming up with your tagline. What does a rose and a car have in common? What's your favorite movie, Gabby? Do you like Mean Girls?
1: <laughs> All right, well maybe there'll be an Olsen twins themed date.
0: Yes. One can only hope. Yeah, one can only hope. We'll see. We have 48 days to figure it all out and be there or be square. Cool. All right, so the other day I was talking to my dad, and I randomly was told that he actually tried out to be a professional baseball player right out of college. I had no clue. Like, I knew he played baseball in college, but I didn't know that, like, He tried to be in the major leagues and apparently made it far, but obviously did not become a actual professional baseball player. But I thought I knew my dad better than anyone. Mm -hmm. And to hear this story, I was like, what other things do I not know? So I looked into StoryWorth, which we've told you guys about on the podcast before, and I figured this is a great gift to give my dad because Father's Day is right around the corner and there's probably a lot of other stories about my dad that I have No clue about. And I'm really intrigued. So if you haven't heard, StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your father figure connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. So it's a really unique gift. Yeah,
1: I really think it's such a good idea for any parent, but specifically for a father on Father's Day. Like your dad does not need another baseball cap or a golf club. Like this is (laughs) such a unique gift that I think you guys will cherish for years to come. And so how it works is every week StoryWorth will email your dad a thought-provoking question of your choice from a lot of different options. Like it could be uh, what was your fondest childhood memory or where did your family go on vacation when you were growing up or What was your experience like in high school? Things that you've probably never even thought to ask him. And then after a year of him answering your questions, they compile all of those stories into a beautiful keepsake book that you will keep for generations to come. And the whole family can look back on it. And these memories will be immortalized in this book. And that's so cool to me because, you know, we love our parents so much, but they're not going to be here forever. And it's so nice to get those memories to pass down. other generations
0: make sure to give all the fathers in your life a meaningful gift this year for father's day right now for a limited time you can save ten dollars on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com she's all batch that's s-t-o-r-y-w-o-r-t-h.com she's all batch and you can save ten dollars on your first purchase storyworth.com she's all batch Okay, guys, now we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor alum in the wild, and we read it on air. Yay. So we have our first one is about Brendan and Piper.
1: Ooh, I am so intrigued by them. This is exciting to me.
0: I know. You have, like, a love-hate relationship with them.
1: Yes, I do.
0: Okay. This person writes, I work for a luxury picnic company. (laughs) I have questions already.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm like, those exist? Sign me up. That sounds fun.
0: To set the scene, it was 93 degrees Saturday, and I was running through Central Park because I was about 20 minutes late to break down a picnic setup. I was walking near Sheep's Meadow, and the park was packed, so I was weaving in and out of people trying to get there. I got stuck right behind a really slow couple and couldn't get around them. The guy turned to look over his shoulder, and immediately I registered that he looked like Brendan and realized he was with Piper. While I was so caught off guard, I knew I had to say something for the the podcast. Oh, thank you. She goes, I paused as I was passing them, and Like an absolute idiot, I said, hi guys, just wanted to say I'm a really big fan and have a great day. They both smiled, gave big hellos. It was so quick because I had to run, but they seemed very friendly and opening to talking to a fan. They are both so beautiful in person. About 20 to 30 minutes later, I was lugging a giant wagon full of picnic supplies up by Central Park South, And from 20 feet away, I see Brendan and Piper walking toward me on the crowded path. Brendan started to smile when he saw me. And as we got closer, he said, oh, hey again. Just overall pleasant and friendly people and a positive interaction. Here is the pic when I first realized it was them. And it's literally a picture of them from behind. But they look beautiful. (laughs) Then she adds, P.S. Love the pod so much. I made my sister start listening. And she submitted the original Audrey's encounter. So we're both huge fans. So shout out to Shannon and her sister for being such... Amazing listeners!
1: I can't believe she had the original Audrey's encounter. Could you imagine if we never got that original encounter? We might. Not Where would be we be going? For <laughs> Literally, yeah. I know, and all all the content that has come out of that with Dawson, Dimitri, Brady, Haven. Wait, I
0: what, what was the original? Because we've had so many, I don't even know what the <laughs> original was. Probably
1: just I don't remember, but it was probably just like I went to Audrey's. They have stuff on the
0: walls. Nothing has topped the duct tape carpet for me, but for I'm you. always looking for the next. You know. The next next big big thing. Yeah, the next big high I'm going to get from the Audrey's encounters. But this is so cool. Thank you, Shannon, for introducing us to your sister. What up, Shannon, sister? Welcome. And I also love that she passes Brendan and Piper and immediately she's like, I have to say something for the pod. Yeah. No, I love that too. Yeah. These are the type of people we want to keep close to us. Like, Thank you for doing the Lord's work
1: yes also tell me more about this luxury picnic service because I always see people in the park like with tables set out but I just thought they did that themselves and probably some people do do it themselves but to have a service come and what do they put out like something fancy charcuterie yeah and Shannon if
0: you have any poll at this company like if this is your company and you want to give me and Jackie <gasps> a luxury picnic we wait that would a be so fun vlog should, about wait, it
1: now I'm yes we'll vlog about it and we can actually do it in Central Park and then Fox can come up and say hi yeah Fots Fest 2. too. Fest too. I don't know. Just just spitballing here, but that sounds cool, and I'm glad that they were nice.
0: Yeah, I'm glad they were nice. Um, well, they gotta do something to get their following back up. So,
1: <sighs> yeah. So one more follower gained.
0: In <laughs> Shannon, and maybe she'll <laughs> tell her sister.
1: So maybe too. Yeah, and maybe I think I follow Brendan. I don't even think I follow Piper. Maybe I'll follow Piper. Three more followers gained.
0: Next bachelor encounter. She says batch encounter because they have to let me know. Hi gals. In July 2021, I went to Nashville for my bachelorette party, like all basic brides. Hey, I went too. Don't worry. (laughs) My girls messaged Connor the cat from Katie's season beforehand to see if he could meet us out. And he was so nice. What the fuck? I did not know that was an option. He invited us to one of his live shows with a couple other musicians, and it was actually pretty good. He noticed us in the crowd, invited us on stage to sing a song of our choice, talked with the crowd while he wasn't singing, and took a photo afterwards. Overall, it was a good experience, and he's just as nice in person as he seems on TV. Aww. That's so cool.
1: That's a really sweet one. I like that. I always thought Connors would be nice, you know? He seems very sweet.
0: I can't believe, I mean, I didn't put two and two together that he sings at the karaoke bar, right? Doesn't he? Or like the dueling piano bar. Because his, and the other bachelor encounter we had of him, he's, yeah. he's singing. I remember oh. some girl sang Breaking Free. Oh yes, I remember yeah, the
1: Breaking Free one. He
0: plays the piano though at this bar. Like he's a oh, singer. That's cool. Yeah, so I didn't realize you could just, like, message him and go. I would have done that.
1: Yeah, you, I know you guys should have done that. You're about to. Missed opportunity. Nashville.
0: I know. Well, not mine. My sister's, but yeah.
1: No, yeah, I know. The one that you attended. I feel like I, my feelings about Connor B is, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, he's, like, so sweet and cute. And sometimes, I feel like I've probably also said, talk shit about him on this podcast. and been like, oh, he's so annoying. Like, get over it.
0: No, but I mean, it only matters how you feel in this moment. So how do you feel in this moment? In
1: this moment, I feel good about him. But so then that's fine. That's go, go back six telling. episodes, I probably did not feel good about we him. We
0: never would. There's nothing to even complain about, about Connor.
1: Like, I find him a little whiny sometimes on the show. On Paradise, I found him whiny.
0: I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast. Well, now you did. Now he knows you think he's whiny. But yeah, well. if we were to rank Connors, he's way better than the other Connor.
1: Connor S. No, I love yeah. Connor S. Yeah, no. Are there any other Connors?
0: Yeah, there's a few, but memorable Connors. It's Connor B, the whiny one, apparently. No, mm-hmm. I like Connor B because he got hate recently when. Um, oh yeah, that was not necessary. When it was someone, rumored that he was maybe going yeah. on the next
1: season, and they're like, Reality Get Steve off said, our said that television. he was
0: going to show. Well, we, we yeah. don't know. We're going to see if this comes to fruition. But Reality Steve says he's supposed to show up mid-season, and then when that leaked, he got so much hate. And then I wrote him and I said, "Don't worry, Connor." you have a friend in me and he's like
1: really loving toy story today
0: (laughs) he's like i well no one knows what that means because they don't but i'm wearing a pizza planet shirt guys
1: yeah before
0: we started (laughs) recording we had a conversation about toy story
1: anyway but i thought he said that those rumors weren't true that he wasn't going on the show
0: according to him they weren't but then i had a theory that either they were true and the backlash turned him away Mm -hmm. or like reality because like where the fuck did reality steve get this information right are people just blatantly lying to him now No,
1: I think your theory is correct, that maybe it was potentially going to happen, and then after he got all the hate, he was like, okay, no, goodbye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Our next one comes in and she writes, just started listening to your podcast and I love it. Oh, okay. Yay. I have a couple of bachelor encounters that I wanted to share. A couple. Okay. So this is so a-,
1: a multiple parter.
0: Okay. First one. I was babysitting at a very fancy hotel where a lot of beautiful people stay. Mm-hmm. While I was hanging out in the lobby lounge with the kids, I see a woman walking up the bar that stands out from everyone else because she looks so casually confident and beautiful. My like, God, I would die if someone talked about me this way. <laughs> I was watching her briefly because she had caught my attention with her natural beauty, and I realized it was Andy Dorfman. In that small glimpse of time, I instantly knew why she had become the bachelorette.
1: Oh, wow. And that's
0: it. I picture like birds landing on her shoulders and like someone holding a fan and like blowing her hair back.
1: Yeah, when someone just by like walking into an establishment draws your eyes to them and really makes a statement that's how you know they're like some next level beautiful yeah i can't reach that level that's just like a level very few people can reach
0: yeah i don't think i would have the same appeal in like my mismatching sweatshirt and sweatpants and like (laughs) stain on my shirt but you know andy you got it going on girl clearly yeah someone needs to send this bachelor encounter to her because if i ever heard someone talk about me that way i would die i don't even know what i would do i would just rip me yeah yeah Okay, next one. She she writes, I was eating lunch at Deer Valley when I noticed that the twins, Emily and Haley, were eating lunch right behind me with their partners. I started listening to their conversation and heard one of the twins complaining about her ski poles because she, quote, didn't know what to do with the sticks. <laughs> as bad as this sounds, it was really funny to hear her butcher the ski lingo and call them sticks. I've been skiing my whole life and never heard that one. And she shared a photo from that trip that... Emily shared on her own Instagram okay. um that is so like par for the course when it comes to Emily and Haley, though like they are not characters they are who they are on TV I believe
1: yes and I think this further proves that who doesn't know their poles like I'm not a huge skier I only went when I was a kid but everyone knows their poles like it's just it's like a ski and a pole
0: yeah I love Emily and Haley. I've actually tried so many times. I really, really want to get them on the podcast at some point in our podcast career. Mm -hmm. We'll make it happen. But I truly believe that, like, they were not playing it up for the cameras. I think that's them.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: So, and I love that you, like, listened in on their conversation and and got this, so.
1: Yeah. I feel like you're more into skiing. Don't people, some people ski without the poles, though? Isn't that a thing?
0: I mean, it's, isn't it snowboarding? (laughs) If you have it on, like,
1: Well, no, no. If you go on one ski. No, but I'm saying you're still on two skis, they just don't use the poles. I thought that was a thing, but I don't know. I haven't been skiing in years.
0: I I don't know. I do ski. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a skier. I know they're not sticks, but I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm like. An Olympic skier.
1: Oh, see, in my mind, you're an Olympic skier. Because, oh, wow. Because literally one time this winter, you were like, I might go on a ski trip. And then I didn't go. <laughs> and then you didn't even end up going. But in my mind, I'm like, uh, wow, you're like, she's wow. like a, a snow bunny out there on the slopes.
0: I know. And then I, I just want to be a snow bunny on the slopes. And then I want to walk into like the cabin where you get like a hot chocolate and then you take off your ski hat mm-hmm. and your hair comes down and you look like Andy Dorfman.
1: Yeah. And then people will say, wow, that girl wow. had some, what was the exact quote? Had some, uh, whatever. What'd you tomorrow. say?
0: <laughs> I'll get it. Uh, she said, in that small glimpse of time, I instantly knew that's why she had been the bachelorette.
1: Ooh. Maybe then you'd become the bachelorette.
0: Yeah. I'm sure that would happen.
1: For sure. Okay.
0: Instead, okay. I didn't go on that ski trip and your whole <laughs> fantasy is.
1: Yeah. One day. There's always next winter, I guess.
0: Yeah, always next winter. Okay. All right, guys, we have a very, very special treat today because we have Kendall Long. You know her from Ari season. You know her from Paradise. Kendall, thank you for coming on. She's all batch.
3: Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and we just told her that we manifested her coming on on the very first episode. So this is like full circle, full circle moment right now. So... Okay, the last time we saw you on our TV screens, you were walking into paradise for the second time. Um, When you first arrived, did Joe know that you were coming? And like, what was your plan? Was your plan to reconcile? Like, what was your, what did you go in with thinking?
3: Um, So I'm pretty sure he knew I was coming. Um, I heard that he was thinking I was going to come or like in some way was preparing for me to come. Um, I think we both knew that each other were probably going to be there. Um, so when I first came down, my goal was to talk about the thing that is awkward of us both going on the beach together and then, and move forward and try to, you know, find love on the show. I mean, I think both of us had a sense of romanticism when it came to what paradise was. And so, um, going in, I think we are both just as hopeful to find a relationship through it again.
0: Okay. But not necessarily with each other.
3: No, no. I mean, it, I think anyone who's been through a relationship through multiple years knows that there's a lot, uh, when you break up, there's a lot, there's a lot of reasons why you broke up. Um, so talking about it publicly, like all that private stuff, um, over the course of a couple weeks on paradise, didn't really seem like the appropriate place to do that. So that wasn't my intention at all. No. When
1: you had arrived, when was the last time you had talked to Joe prior to that? Like in real life?
3: Um, we hadn't, seen each other in like months before that we had both I mean I speaking for myself I had dated a lot of different people between the time that we broke up and that point so I mean it had been a couple years or at least a year and a half so um Mm -hmm. we were pretty separate in terms of um thinking we would date each other again um of course we had you know had moments where we went to visit each other and I think that's pretty normal after a breakup it's Mm -hmm. never a clean break but um yeah we were Talking about ever, you know, being together, or that wasn't at least in any at the forefront of any of our minds.
0: Okay, sorry, you weren't talking about it. It just cut out right as you said that.
3: Oh, sorry, yeah, no, we weren't talking about okay. it. No, yeah, that wasn't a part of our conversations. <laughs> okay, because
0: when you arrived on the beach, it was very strategic, I'm sure by production, that you came in as he had already kind of like, I guess, established some kind of connection with Serena. Did they tell you that he could have been seeing anyone, or you? They just sent you in blind.
3: Um, I was pretty much sent in blind, aside from the fact that um, I had heard that he was struggling a bit with being back, which was understandable, because I think Mm. there were so many memories that were on the beach. Um, And so me coming in, um, I was, we always took care of each other when we were dating or even before that. So it was kind of more still like, hey, how are you doing? This is weird. And he seemed surprisingly fine. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing fine. And I was like, "I I don't know, I guess I was surprised that he was doing so fine after things that I had heard so um yeah it was just a, it was just an interesting beginning i was also sent down without a date card which made it seem like something it wasn't um but well cuz they're setting you thing. up
0: yeah but yeah i sure. didn't even realize that that you were sent down without oh my gosh that's funny but so mm-hmm. when
3: you watched back did you watch back the season because no. the first
0: episode he was struggling
3: Yeah. So I didn't watch it back, um, but I I, I did watch certain parts. So I saw when I walked down in that first conversation, uh, that's what I watched because I was curious, you know, I think curiosity gets the best of us, but then as soon as things started coming in about it, I decided to kind of separate myself from that whole um, experience just because I didn't think it'd be healthy. Right. I haven't seen a lot of it actually.
0: Was it like traumatizing? Because you did get some, they almost like villainized you towards the end, which is crazy because you're so not a villain, but they they had you showing up on the proposal and everything. Like how did that all come about and how was the reaction
3: from um, like so, the fans? Oh yeah, I got a lot of negative reaction um, based off of that. And for me, um, the reason why I stayed and went down was because I was under the impression that he was also going through like difficult- difficulty with everything. Our last conversation was um it I guess it was like really weird. And of course you have old feelings and it was just a kind of awkward way to end it. And so mm-hmm. um I remember saying I don't think I even need a conversation at this point. I think it's fine. And then the vibe was, well, I don't know if he's fine. And I was like, well, okay, then I guess we should have a final conversation. And um I mean that was the last time we ever spoke. So
1: when you say the vibe was who was telling you that he was fine.
3: Um, just, uh, people working on the show and they were just saying that he, you know, he was kind of struggling with, and, and it would be natural to struggle with a relation, you know, having your ex be in that area, you know, where you're trying to find love again and all those memories. So, um, in my mind, it didn't seem too odd that he would be struggling. Um, so yeah, um, it was more so kind of to put an end to any um what ifs or uh you know I guess like the awkward ending closure, I don't know yeah closure yeah. like a lot of closures so um in my mind um at the time I felt like that was something that was like he needed that to be able to move on with a new love you know so um and unfortunately it happened on a day that uh there was a proposal which I had no idea was going to happen and I didn't know that it was even going to be on the beach on the plat- with the platform until like a couple hours beforehand. Um, so it was just a, a, like a shock, I think, to both of us that day. <laughs> I have we- a lot
1: of questions about, <laughs> I feel like we kind of jumped from you coming on initially and then to this, um, the ending part where there was the engagement yeah. and you showed up. When you initially left the beach, like you I, you, I guess you kind of sent yourself home. It wasn't like a rose yeah. ceremony situation. You decided to go home but you clearly, they kept you in Mexico for this thing later. What was that conversation like? Cause my, my impression is that people like immediately go home like a day or two after going yeah, home. So night. how did they,
3: yeah, exactly. So how did they like yeah. keep you around and what were they telling you? Um, well, so it was a really emotional end. I was definitely being yeah. a lot of crying is almost as if I was living through the breakup all over again. Mm-hmm. And so, um, they're like, you know, I was going to keep you for a couple days afterwards, uh, because it was a very, very emotional kind of just see what happens. And so I was like, sure, why not? I didn't really want to go home and face fa- friends and family and kind of be thrown back into the real world as it were. So um, I kind of saw it as more of like a mental cleansing okay. um, and then it just kind of kind of kept on uh, extending. Um, I'm not really sure what was shown, so I don't really know how it seems, but to, you know, it, it was just two people who used to be in love that were finalizing that break and it's always going to be difficult. So... Um, yeah, I, I definitely needed some time to recover after that. I uh, I was yeah. only on the beach for four days, and um, that's the only, you know as long as I can take being on there, and um, yeah, I think it just put me through a, a mental uh, struggle, like more like a mental struggle than I ever anticipated it being. So. Do you have a question? I, I do. We both
0: were. Like, no, you go first. <laughs> so to get so there were um, there was talk that to get you back on the beach to talk to him, they had to. Financially persuade you. Is there any truth to that? And again, if oh, you don't really? want to touch on this, oh we no. Don't have
3: to. I mean, for me, it wasn't about the money at all. Um, okay, finan- I was not financially persuaded. That I wish.
2: <laughs> oh, I was always. I, that's what I thought. I was they like, said, "How
3: much did that girl get paid?"
0: To no, because well, the there. rumor so... was. Let's set the rumor straight. Were you paid to come back on the beach and crash the proposal?
3: No, no. I mean, everyone who's on Paradise gets paid, but, but you didn't but, get
0: additional money to come back.
3: No, I didn't get a bonus that was, I, should, That's what I, I literally, have I it. thought that. Yeah. Okay. That's why people well, listen to the she's
0: all batch podcast because we ask those types of questions that people want to know, like everybody. So, so the number that was thrown around was 5k.
3: Oh, really? I wish that'd been cool. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> I I didn't, at that point, I wasn't even thinking about like the money off of it. You really don't get paid much to be on the show, you know? Mm-hmm. So it well, wait, are you willing to disclose what you were paid originally? Uh no, just because I don't no. want to compare it to everyone else and like okay. you know, that's yeah. fair, all good. But it wasn't uh, a lot. It's not it's not like a bragging amount, you know. Okay, you, you can't you
0: can't quit your day job to go to paradise. Yeah, no, definitely not.
3: Yeah. Okay. I feel like we've been talking about this a
0: lot
1: recently, Stephanie. Is just like generally engage people getting engaged mm. in paradise. How like is that even really enough? time to decide that you want to get engaged to someone and we were saying the other day like if people had to pay for the ring themselves Mm. i don't know if they if we'd necessarily get as many engagements what's your perspective on being there as someone who like wasn't left in a serious well i guess kind of was in a serious relationship didn't really leave together but got in a very serious relationship from the show but didn't get engaged um how do you feel about the whole timeline and people who are getting engaged on the show
3: um, I, I think it's different for everybody. For me, mm-hmm. it was not enough time. I'm already a little bit of a commitment phobe when it comes to like like spending. I don't know, like getting engaged. Like that's a big deal to me. I only want to get engaged once. Um, so for me, it was definitely not enough time. I I wouldn't even say I, I fully fell in love with um, my ex until um, after Paradise. So um, oh, that's just that's just how I how I work. But um, for some people, I mean, there's been marriages who have, that have lasted years. There's children. Yeah. So obviously it works for some. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people who were on this past season actually are still together. And um, so, True. I mean, I don't think it doesn't work. I think if you meet somebody in any kind of way and you see that initial spark and you see a future with them, why not go for it? But um, I do think that having the romanticism already set up, having the ring uh, already presented to you, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's already such a, uh, such a story and such a romantic thing. Like why not go through with it? Um, right. but it's just something that I was never comfortable with.
0: So when you were told by production that he was struggling and maybe needed to hear from you, and then you found out when it aired or when you even saw him that that wasn't the case, did you ever go back to the producer and say like, what the hell you kind of well, set me up." I,
3: I- I didn't really, so the only feedback I got from it was from people telling me, like, why is she there? Why is this happening? And my parents watched it and mm-hmm. told me, um, <clears throat> yeah, I was mad. I mean, I was really upset because um, I had said multiple times, if there's going to be a proposal, I don't want to be there. Like, that's not my day. I, I'm not interested in being involved in that. Um, because if someone's going to propose, then obviously, like, they want to focus on their relationship by moving forward. Like, yeah. really, it's kind of irrelevant what I have to do with any of it, you know, I'm out of the picture. So, um, so yeah, it it definitely upset me. Um, I didn't reach out to producers. I didn't reach out to anybody. I just talked to family and friends because at the end of the day, I wasn't really trying to prove anything or I wasn't, I'm not, I don't know. It's just like what happened, happened and dragging it on and making it more of a drama was something that I wasn't interested in. Mm, So, um, I was like, I mean, you, you know, you sign up for it. Like it is what it is. And, uh, you know, what's out there is already out there. And I don't know. I just didn't, I guess like for me, there were so many other things going on in my life. Um, that, that was more so like an inconvenient afterthought, you know, did you, when did you find out that there was an engagement? Um, Oh, the same as everyone else. I mean, actually on TV, no, I think, um, when people were messaging me, but no, I think people did tell me afterwards, like, Oh, they did get engaged actually. Oh, so you
1: Yeah. So when you were wa- walking in and then even after that conversation, there was no indication while you were in Mexico that there was an engagement. You no, literally just thought you guys it. were going to have a conversation and then, wow.
3: Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't well, knowing, you know, when I was there and how it went last time and what his mind was like when we were there, I didn't think mm-hmm. it was ever going to be a possibility in my mind. I was like, he's not the kind of person that would do that. Um, mm-hmm. So you I, were surprised I was like, by I was the surprise, the- but Also, I don't really know what their relationship's like and how their connection is. Like it probably, he just felt stronger about it. And that made sense if like he felt confident in doing that. But um, I guess there was nothing in the past that would lead me to believe that it would have happened. And so in my mind, I was thinking, oh yeah, it it obviously wouldn't happen this way. So it wouldn't be a big deal if I had a conversation.
1: What did Um, you think the status of their relationship was at that time? Like, did you think Joe was wondering if he was gonna leave with Serena or- did you think about that at um, all?
3: Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't think I thought it was more of a struggle than a, a mm. sure thing. Um, OK, uh, but yeah, that was just based off of I mean, I didn't really have a lot of viewing of their relationship. Right. I no, that's hearing. based on what people so, are
1: telling you, which are yeah. obviously lying to you, which is shitty. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But I feel like at the end of the day, they're making a show and um, I'm just kind of like a piece of that. So
0: mm-hmm
3: you know, although like I was very resentful and felt really upset about it, um, at the time. And it was really difficult hearing a lot of people tell me things that didn't reflect what I thought my experience was. Cause when I left the beach, I f- I felt like it went great in a way. Like I felt like, man, like we really like, um, we really like closed that chapter. We really could move on, you know? And, um, it got to a point where I was kind of like, it felt good. Uh, and yeah. then after it was airing, um, Just the feedback I was getting from a lot of people just made me feel like that's not me.
1: I just want to ask about in the first season of Paradise, you and Joe broke up and then you guys got back together after the season wrapped, but all of that was filmed and they showed it in the reunion. How did that all come to be? And like, how did you get production to be involved in that? Like after the fact?
3: Oh, I mean, initially I I didn't want production to be involved um, because I felt like we couldn't truly... Um, get to know each other on camera just it it was it felt weird to fall in love um, while people were watching so um, totally when we um, broke up the first time um, immediately I wanted to go see him afterwards because we had built such a strong connection Um, and so I had already bought my ticket to go see him again um, and we had been messaging and then um, I told uh, one of my friends who's a producer and uh, he's like on one second, and so then it became more of a bigger deal than I had wanted it to. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess like it wouldn't have made sense if we had just surprised were together, yeah, um, without any context. But um, to me, that was such a, a small part of what our relationship was. You know, the filming of the going back and talking, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that wasn't didn't really matter to me. It was more so that we would actually be able to get to know each other off off camera, and that's right. what I really wanted. And that
0: day when you guys announced it, they surprised you guys with like the dancing with the stars announcement. And then you were in the audience every single uh, episode. How was that experience? Because like, that's like a grueling schedule to have someone like that you're oh, newly yeah. dating. How did that go?
3: Well, it actually was great because, um, The studio was right across the street from where i live oh (laughs) wow that's very convenient it it was very convenient so in a way it allowed us not to have a long distance relationship and i think it made us stronger um because he was actually able to live in la so um it was almost kind of like a little fantasy uh fake you know playing house situation because um he he was able to actually be here and it was only when we couldn't be together that everything fell apart so um it, it was nice it was nice that nice. it was so close by like, conveniently oddly so close
0: and I feel like I remember that season and he like made it clear he did not want to stay on the show but people kept voting him
3: to stay like he didn't like dancing right oh I mean he loved it I'm sure he wanted. he definitely wanted to stay but oh okay stay. but um but yeah I mean the dancing part wasn't his favorite I think it was just being a part of that experience and everyone on the show was it was so kind and there it was just a really fun family it was awesome met so many great people
0: well we want to go back to like your beginning too if that's cool because we first met you on Ari's season and that's where you made like your biggest splash um making it to the final three um Mm -hmm. did you want Ari to be the lead
3: um I didn't even know who Ari was before he was announced oh wow I mean, I did remember seeing him because I, w- I did watch the show with my family when I was younger. Um, and I remember like after, after he was announced, I was like, oh yeah, that's the guy that was on, you know, Emma, I think it was Emma's, Emily's season. Emily, um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, he was a little older. Um, he was 10 years older than me and I had never, da- actually I had dated one person that was 10 years older than me before. But um, it, it was just someone that I had, I didn't really know anything about him. So I went right. on- almost as like a blank slate of who is this person? Let's actually get to know who this person is. Um, and he ended up being really cool. Like Ari is a great guy. Um, and he was funny and um, well-traveled. And it was, a uh, overall, I think he was great. I don't think we were meant to be at all, but um, yeah, he, I think he was a great bachelor.
0: Yeah, well that finale that you just kind of got away from because you went home third, but then the, yeah. the last episode was crazy. Um, what what is your reaction to the Becca Lauren switch up when that was originally going down because I know you were friends
3: with Becca or yeah, you are was, friends with Becca? I was very surprised. I remember being in Vegas when Becca called me and she told me about everything and I was I did not expect it mainly because Lauren was very private about her relationship with Ari and none of us saw that they had as strong of a connection as they did. It was only watching it back where I was like, "Oh, that makes so much sense." Like in my mind, when I was there, Becca was a front runner the entire time because she had the first date. She, you know, it just seems like her relationship was advancing more. Um, and Lauren, I think as soon as she had feelings for Ari, she just kind of became really quiet because it was real for her. You can tell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's why I was surprising. It wasn't because I didn't there. They weren't a great match. It was just because I never saw it when I was there.
1: Right. What was it like being, being in the final 3 like with Fantasy Suites final dates I feel like you guys were one of the last seasons where they didn't put you guys all in the same place to stay during Fantasy Suites which is like how it should be because it's like crazy that they put everyone in um the same hotel to stay there now oh, um, I know that makes it so awkward <laughs> it's so it's crazy and I think you guys were like the last one who didn't have to do that what's it you I feel like it's a lot of alone time and a lot of just like reflecting what is it like
3: um I thought it was fun because as soon as it was hometowns that's when we were really separated so um Mm -hmm. it it was a way to really just focus on the relationship um just with ourselves and Ari or myself and Ari um, as opposed to comparing it to everyone else and I think that was really important and really figuring it out if it was meant to be or not um, at least for me, because there wasn't the game of comparing or what did you do? What did you do? And, um, it was, it kind of felt more of like a real relationship <laughs> um, as well right. as it could be. For because, sure. Yeah. Did
0: you ever um, think that like you were going all the way?
3: No. I mean, there was a time when I was afraid I would be, and I, I didn't say, I, I told him, um, I was never ready. I wasn't ready for a proposal. I'd be open to dating afterwards, but I didn't want to be engaged at the end of the show. And, um, it just everyone else's relationship was more advanced than mine in terms okay. of they would have wanted a proposal. And um, with me, that wouldn't have been an option. So I, I think that kind of just said where we were compared to everyone else. Right. What was his reaction? He's
0: like, oh shit, you can't win now.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I think the job of The Bachelor is to potentially see a future with each individual person. And Ari did a really great job of compartmentalizing each relationship when he was, he was very present with the person he was with so mm-hmm. um I never felt like any other relationship was kind of brought into ours it was whenever we were together we are focusing on where we were
2: mm-hmm. so yeah
0: you had that like infamous two-on-one date with Crystal and you like connected with her I remember you were so kind to her even though she was the villain and she was rubbing everyone the wrong way like was how was that like how was that going in was any of that kind of like pushed by production. Like, can you tell us anything about that two on one date?
3: Um, well, if anything, I feel like I went against production or went against, you know, the expectation just because um, I like Crystal. Um, she was, she never did anything. Well, there was a couple things I just didn't agree with, but I also saw that she was going through a lot of pressure and stress herself. You know, she mm-hmm. is someone who has a very strict schedule and that was being disrupted. Um, She was going through like intermittent fasting while she was there. So she was eating. She felt sick. Um, So she was just going through a lot of stress and, and we had roomed together when we were in Tahoe and really opened up to each other about a lot. And so um, at that point, I just felt like I don't want to bring her down because I don't think she deserved that. And, you know, I've always been in the world of building women up, especially women who putting themselves out there and being vulnerable. So. And, and I think we can all relate to someone like Crystal or anyone else who's been a villain on The Bachelor. Totally. You know, and be like, this is a situation that is not real life. Um, it's throwing you into things you can't control, can't predict. A lot of stimulations happening. You're not really sleeping or eating or you can't, you can't control where you will be any given day. So um, people handle that differently. And... Um, so I, I just was trying to relate to her and be like, yeah, we're all crazy. You know, isn't it great? Yeah. How we're all like unpredictable and we all mess up sometimes. And, you know, I mean, that's what it is to be human. So yeah. I, had no, I had no desire to bring her down at all.
0: That was a really sweet re- moment. I like vividly remember And like you like put out your hand and like grabbed her hand. You were really, it was a really nice moment to watch. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> crystal and ari had a strong connection on the show and we actually have an episode called bachelor conspiracy theories where people oh, think people uh, how do i even word this question jackie like, <laughs> well
1: oh. so the conspiracy theory is okay, crystal yeah. got one of the first dates maybe even the fr- no i guess becca got the, whatever yeah, she got, she one got, one got of the, the second one second date she got and where they went to ari's house and then the conspiracy theory is while they were at Ari's house they had sex and that's why Crystal was then once they got back into the mansion and he was interacting more with the other women and not spending as much time with her why she was so upset and then to further this conspiracy theory oh yeah um there was on the bowling date where that's where Crystal kind of gets very upset because one team won and they were supposed to get the time extra time with Ari but then Ari says both teams can get it Crystal's mm-hmm. very upset and then there's this whole conversation that happens on the bus that wasn't recorded or oh, part of yeah, it was yeah. recorded and you can kind of hear when with it bleeped out that crystal saying something about a needle dick oh, um <laughs> and, and so then people are like well why would she say that if she's never seen his dick like what mm. is going on that's the conspiracy theory. What do you I, know
3: about this? She, well, she never spoke to me or I have no idea if they ever did, you know, get intimate or not. Um, something that was kept between them or maybe other people know and I just don't know. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, if she know, can give a descriptive characteristic about, a, you know, his member, then she probably knows more about it than any of us do. So, Whoa. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know. I mean, then again, right. like, she was confident in saying that it seemed so you know, maybe right. there was some over the pants play. I don't know. Um, right. Like, well, we have in this conspiracy theory episode, plug guys, if you haven't listened to it, go
0: back and listen, but we flat <laughs> out say, we're like, you know, it's a bizarre thing to call someone. If you have if no, you've never seen. Yeah. 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 So you're agreeing with that, that like, maybe there was something there. We're maybe not I, okay. Well,
3: just it, her commenting on it makes it seem like she has prior knowledge, but Um, that's, that would only be me assuming it wouldn't be knowing anything. Yeah. Right. Totally. And if
0: she wanted to insult him, she could have called him like an asshole. She didn't have to like call out his dick.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Specifically getting adjectives describing. uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, I, I've never asked her myself and I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going
0: to have to get to the bottom of this and ask her ourselves. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. (laughs) It's so funny. Honestly,
3: our manifesting
1: has been going so well so far. So Crystal, yes. if you're listening to this, come on. She's
0: all batch. I'll do de- details. This. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so you, you're sent home from RE season. Did they ever ask you to be the bachelorette?
3: Um, no, not after RE season. Um, after, uh, we, I had gone through the breakup, um, post paradise. That was when, you know, that could have been a possibility, but, oh. um, on uh when I was off the bachelor no, I was just I was the weird taxidermy person. They're like, She's gonna be on pet paradise. <laughs> I, I don't really think I would have uh I don't know, I think I'm just like a different kind of person. Like, I don't think I would have resonated that much with the audience, or I don't know, it just didn't really feel well, like I don't
1: think that's true. I think we would have loved seeing you as the bachelorette.
3: Oh thank yeah, you. <laughs> agreed.
0: And like yeah. in your first season of paradise, I feel like you, like so many people were interested in you. I feel like you would have made a great bachelorette, but Okay, so they asked you, or they threw it your way after you and Joe broke up after the first Paradise.
3: Yeah, but there's so many people that they talk to, and so many people that could be a potential lead. I mean, they're like, who would be an interesting character to, you know, move this franchise forward? Um, So I knew I wasn't the only person they were talking to, and um, who wouldn't say yes to a situation like that? It was, you know, it was a cool idea, Um, but I was also going through a lot at the time. I just announced. Literally, the, like I think it was like a couple of days after I had announced that we broke up was when you know they had reached out to me and it, it just didn't really feel like the right time for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But so. you did say yes. Did you sign a contract or anything? No, nope, I didn't sign anything. I never said yes. So.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Um, Jackie actually has a theory that they wanted Joe to be the bachelor, and that's why they brought him back for the second Paradise to hopefully set him up to fail in a relationship and then be the bachelor. Do you think that that could have been?
3: Potentially I mean I think they have a lot of different storylines that they are leaving open you know and Mm -hmm. so you never really know how a given paradise is going to be and um, if anyone has enough of a story to push them into the leading role then I'm sure they would take that opportunity and you know I think they look at a lot of fan favorites and they you know they think that that could be a possibility.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah the reason why I think that theory too is because then they made Clayton the bachelor and everyone's complaint about Clayton was that we didn't really know a lot about him. He didn't have any backstory. So I think they, I think my theory, my, my other bachelor conspiracy theory is that Joe was their plan a, and then they weren't expecting it to go the way it did. And then they were like, well, I guess we'll pick Clayton.
3: Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen Clayton's season or I haven't seen...
1: I mean, it's a good um, season and yeah. we. I've learned to like Clayton a lot. But initially when he was picked, people were like, who? Well, we don't know anything about this guy.
3: And he was yeah. picked really early too. I yeah. I think he was picked... Was he picked like by the time we were in Paradise? Like, I don't know. I, think he- I No, I think he was picked while the season was airing.
1: Like when Michelle's season was airing and Clayton was still on the show, we knew he was going to be the bachelor. And so then, then it was weird because we're watching it through the lens of like, are we ever going to get to know this guy? Like, this is our new bachelor. Like why, why does he have no screen time? Like what is they're waiting for going on? Yeah, I guess. And then we got to know him. That's true.
0: So, can you like tell us about life now? Like, I know that you're in a happy relationship now and you, you have these awesome um, video series that you're putting out. I've learned so much from your videos. (laughs) I'm obsessed. Like tell us what you. you have going on now. And like, we're so happy to see you like doing well.
3: Thank you. Thank you. No, now I'm, I'm, I'm really loving just diving into science and the natural world and different animals. And, um, I, I have one of those minds that I have, uh, it's like a broad but shallow pool of knowledge where I jump to different subjects randomly. And um, I, I just started putting stuff out on TikTok and now my Instagram about talking about things I'm just curious about throughout the day and uh, stuff that I research. Cause I, I go down little rabbit holes every day of things that mm-hmm. I research. So um, I've really enjoyed teaching and just telling people about so uh, immortal lobsters or, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, just different weird things that I, whenever I see something, I'm like, why is that the way that it is? Uh, so it's been really fun and people have been responding to it really well, which is, I'm excited about.
1: Well, I love it too, because it's like, you've built out a whole niche for yourself. That's not like the, you know, when people come off the show, they lean into like doing like, Makeup or beauty influencer life, but you've leaned into this whole niche. Like no one else from The Bachelor is talking about the stuff that you're talking about. So I think it's just really cool that you've found this whole like new brand for yourself.
3: Thank you. I mean, I learned so much from all the other people on Bachelor. Like I didn't know how to do my hair, makeup, fashion. Where yeah. I was on the show, so they've taught me so much. Um, And guess so, in my way, I'm trying to just teach something that I know. I mean, I've always yeah. been a curious mind. Of always been, I'm constantly reading. Um, and so that's just, that's something that I can share that, that shows, that shows more me than anything else. You know, like I felt Mm -hmm. like when I was doing makeup or fashion, I I'm like, I don't know about these things. So why am I the kind of, why would I be the person that you do? So, um, so yeah, in this way, I feel like I'm more myself than I ever have been in the social media world. Yeah.
0: Well, it's been really cool to like watch and follow along. And actually when you started doing that and you were single to the outside world, you may have been dating your current boyfriend. I'm not sure, but there was a period of time where I was like, Oh man, like, I feel like Kendall would be so great with Blake Moines because he's oh, yeah.
3: into like zoology. Like, was there ever anything there? Oh, I mean, I, it's so funny though. Cause a lot of people would tag us together and say, you guys should date. Um, you should, but, of, well, in <laughs> I, I never saw him on the show. So I don't really know so much what his personality is like. I don't think I've even ever, I've never met him, but oh, um, okay. he seems like a cool person. Um, just not, I don't know. I I just don't think we would connect in that way. Um, At least just judging from, I mean, I think it's really cool that he's into similar things and I think we'd be great friends, but I never thought that we would romantically connect.
0: Okay. All right.
3: So let's just
0: maybe work on a friendship then. Yeah, oh yeah.
3: I do like watching his safari stuff for when he was, right. out, you know, uh, guarding the elephants. Like that was cool. So,
0: yeah, I feel like I would see both of you guys doing things and I'm like, oh my God, they would be so cute. Like just talking about animals together.
3: <laughs> Maybe a partnership, like a, a business relationship. Yes. There <laughs> we go.
0: Yeah, there you go. So you're not dating Blake, but you are dating.
3: I am. Yeah. I have a boyfriend. Yay, congrats. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. How did um, you guys meet? We met through a mutual friend actually. Um, okay. so we met, uh, he's in Hermosa, he plays volleyball. And so we met in that way and we really connected just off of curiosity. We're both really curious people. And, um, he immediately was really impressive with the knowledge that he knew. And, uh, I always joke and say, we connected talking about aliens. And, um, <laughs> I was like, there's potentially like, there's a, a moon off of, a think Jupiter like could potentially harbor alien life, and he's like, "Oh, Europa," and I was like, "You are freaking sexy! Like this is great." So <laughs> it really just uh, and our first date, we just talked about so many crazy random topics, and he's just really intelligent and well read, and um, I was just impressed by him, and so it just uh, made sense.
1: That's awesome. Uh, it's I love when things have a happy ending, and people find people that are just so right for them. You know what I mean? Like on a deeper level than just surface stuff so that's great has he watched you you on the show
3: he hasn't um he hasn't watched me on the show but he um I think he's probably seen certain clips you know things that I'm tagged in and he wants to watch it together He's like we should watch the shows together and I was like I don't I don't know if you want to see me kissing somebody else I don't know that might be kind of weird I don't know if I'd like I, I mean of course I'm a curious person so I probably would want to like sneak and watch it but he hasn't seen it and um I wonder if it would I don't know, I think whenever I look back at, you know, even our season, I feel like such a different person. So it would just mm-hmm. be so weird to look back and be like, wow, that's something that I went through and I feel so different now.
0: Yeah, there's, I mean, it was so long ago at this point too.
3: Oh yeah, that was, I don't know, how long ago, five years ago? Maybe even less than yeah. yeah. <laughs> a long time ago.
0: <laughs> Do you yeah. see this relationship going the distance or you're just riding it out for now and like hoping for the best?
3: Oh, this is, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been public Okay. With him if I didn't see it being for the long haul, you know, I, mean, I, I have dated um, a couple different people since um, the end of the shows. And uh, Mitch is the first person that I, I, I just trust so much about who he is mm-hmm. and um, just how we are together. And it just feels really easy, but also like a really healthy, like he challenges me in a lot of really healthy, stimulating ways. I love his family. Like his family is just great. So it just feels really good. So um, yay, I'm really enjoying yay. who he is and where we are. Yeah.
0: Oh, and then we will just wait for the day that we see a nice little sparkler on your finger.
3: Yeah. You know, we'll see. maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I, for the first time being in a relationship. I, I find myself like not being afraid of that next step. I, it's so funny because I feel like in relationships I've been in before, I was like, oh maybe someday but not right now or I'm, af- I'm yeah. afraid like will we work you know I don't know and he's just the only person that without a doubt I'm like excited to move forward and excited to like right. take the next step with him like it's like an adventure so um, yeah. it just feels good being in something like that
0: when you know you know it's so true
3: right yeah it's so weird I never believed it before like it's so it's many real. people so many people were like oh you just feel confident and you'll know when you know you know And before i was like i don't know if that exists for me you know Mm because i always felt like i was the kind of person that would always be skeptical or always overthink um but you know so far i haven't i haven't felt like that with this relationship it's good exciting so yeah it's weird (laughs) but it's good
0: that's amazing well congratulations um where can all our listeners find you do you want to plug like where they can find you online or anything
3: oh yeah so um my TikTok and instagram is it's kendall long so if you wanna learn about random animal facts and space and weird mm-hmm. science stuff, then that's where you can find it. Yay, okay, Perfect. cool.
0: Well, we'll be sure to follow along as well. I, like I said, I've, I've learned so much. So I'm like, I'm just gonna keep listening. This is great. Oh, thank
3: you, thank <laughs> you. I really appreciate that. I, I love when people tell me that they learn things from my videos and even parents will show their kids and be like, oh, I show my kids your videos all the time. Um, and that's what I love about it is being able to connect with people with like learning something new, so. Yeah. Listen,
0: thank you. Oh, cool. Of course. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and talking. This interview has been
3: yeah, thank bomb. You. Thank you for having me on. I had fun talking about all the things. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm all right, to
1: hear it. And that's our show. Be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcast or wherever you are listening. Spotify, all the other ones, and leave us a nice review, but only if it's a good review. And Well, I don't know. Leave whatever review you want, but we just hope that it's nice. Don't be a dick. (laughs) Yeah, be nice to us. We try really hard, okay? And then subscribe so that you never miss any future episodes.
0: And you're going to want to join our Facebook group, the She's All Batch Facebook group. It is poppin', and we have all of our favorite thoughts in there. We talk about the show. We talk about the latest podcast episodes, and you guys get special treatment. We'll let you guys know if we have a really fun interview coming, Mm -hmm. and you find out before anyone else. It's like the exclusive Group. So join the She's All Batch Facebook group. It is in the description of this episode and past episodes. And you can also just search She's All Batch on Facebook. You should find it. Yeah. Do you want to tell them about Thoughts Fest?
1: Yeah. Just a reminder. If you guys have heard, we're doing a little thing. The first annual, the first of many, many, many FOTS Fest 2022. So Stephanie and I are going, we're road tripping up to Rhode Island and we're going to Audrey's Coffee Shop. And we want to see you guys there. We just like have been talking about this coffee shop for so long. We're so excited to see it in the flesh. Hopefully there'll be lots of other thoughts there and we can meet you guys and you guys can meet each other. And we're just going to have a grand old little time at Audrey's.
0: Yeah, so um, if you guys are interested in coming and hanging with us at Audrey's Coffee Shop, please feel free to make the trip on July 16th. We've gotten some questions about transportation and stuff. Everyone is kind of like every man for himself. Wherever you want to stay, if you have to stay over, anything local, like we understand everyone has their own financial situation, so don't feel like you need to... Do anything specific. We're just going to be at Audrey's. and We'd love to meet you guys. We're probably going to podcast from Audrey's. And Mm -hmm. we would love to go out later that night and grab a drink if you guys are around. And it should be fun. Super informal, though. Do not stress over anything if you can't
1: make it. We'll be doing other events, other places. Yeah. This is not the only chance.
0: And good segue, though. If you can't make it to ThoughtsFest, you're going to want to maybe join our Patreon. We are officially going to be kicking off a Patreon channel in August. So the Patreon channel is going to kick off with footage from Pots Fest. So
1: vlog style. So all the ins and outs of our activities, us driving up there, what we're doing at
0: Audrey's. Going to Audrey's, showing going, you around. All of you
1: guys, going out in Rhode Island later that
0: night seeing so if fun. we can actually i mean we don't it's kind of hard to tell you what's it's going to be because we don't actually know what's going to happen but yeah. i plan to hopefully you know give you guys a tour of audrey see if we can get the yes. duct tape rug and if we can get jared on the podcast that's going to be reserved for patreon members so yeah so we're gonna show up to audrey's literally with our computers
1: and microphones and like stalk jared and be like jared jared come on yeah. come here come here for an interview so i just think it's gonna be a funny video you want to subscribe
0: You want to subscribe, but also let us know. People have asked us about Patreon before because Mm -hmm. apparently once a week is not enough content for you guys. So please let us know if you are interested in Patreon because we are going to be preparing content from now till August, our release. Um, Something that we do have coming that we're really excited about is that we have unreleased footage from the original FOTSPA conversation. It's a little Mm -hmm. awkward. And we've been kind of holding it in the vault for a while. And we're like, you know what? This may be a good time to release this conversation and show you guys, like, what actually happened. Because I know people were really confused that, like, Fatsipa reached out to me and then, like, we're like, okay, do you want to come on the show? This is weird.
1: Yeah, we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. We were like, are we doing an interview right now? Or, Ben Higgins, do you actually just want to talk to us about... Yeah. It was unclear. ...pistachios. Like, very unclear. We can give a little background in the video, too, of, like, everything that happened. So
0: Yeah, so... That's going to be up for grabs now. There's going to be a lot of stuff like that. Um, a lot of unreleased footage from other interviews. And you guys have loved these specialty episodes like the one all about money and the one about conspiracy theories. That's the type of content that you'll see in our Patreon channel. So we're so excited to start working on that. Obviously, this will coincide with our continual weekly podcast. Um, but it should be a really fun time. And new fresh content coming to you if you subscribe. So more to come on that. Let us know if you are interested in that because it's coming regardless if you're interested or not. But we like to have an idea of how many people think it's a good idea.
1: And other stuff that you guys would maybe want to see us do. Like we're open to kind of like doing other vlogs and showing you guys things just like more about our lives and you guys can get to know us better. So let us know what kind of videos you want us to do because I'm really excited about this. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with it.
0: Me too. So while you're at it, why don't you go check out storyworth.com slash she's all batch and buy a father figure in your life, something from Storyworth. It's a great gift and I love it.
1: I got this gift for my grandma on Mother's Day and I just think it's such a cool concept because something that my parents are always emphasizing with me is that, you know, your grandparents might not be around forever like make sure you're talking to them make sure you're getting like all these memories and stories because they're so interesting and they're so cool and you can pass them down to your kids and same thing with your parents as well so that's why father's day i think is a great time to kind of open this up with your father or father figure in your life and start sharing those memories because they're priceless
0: priceless you can also hi i'm a mom you can buy story worth for yourself answer the questions and then give the book after it compiles all your questions and your answers give your book to your child yeah, oh, wait, that's, that's a, a great. Good that's idea. a great idea. Why aren't we thinking of that ahead of time? You should do that. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. <gasps> anyway, follow me at she's all bash across all social platforms, and go ahead and follow Jackie Maroney underscore as well. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. Bye, bitches.